Hello and welcome to Reawakening You. I am Michelle Spexarth and this is episode number three. We're going to talk about conflict today. Hello my friends. Welcome back to episode number three. So I had a lot of stuff come up this week for me or this past week for me and so I kind of did a little detour because it has just really really been weighing on my mind and so I just really felt like this was something that I needed to um, talk about and bring up despite the fact that it was a little bit off of the beaten path so I don't know how everybody else's week went last week but last week was a really tough week and um, so, not that it was bad. It wasn't bad. It was just there was a lot. We had basketball practice, then we had games, then we had practice, then we had games. And I worked in all of that and made the games and all the stuff. And <clears throat> I think I worked like twice as much as I usually do when the kids were gone um, <clears throat> because the opportunity presented itself. So, anyway, it just made it a lot. Um, and it, like I said, it was good. It was just a lot. <laughs> so by Saturday night, I was just like, I'm so tired, but it was okay. Um, so what I wanted to talk to you about today was conflict. This is something that, I mean, it's going to be in our lives. It just really is. And so I just wanted to kind of give you my perspective on it. And I would love to hear um, anything that you have to offer with it also. Um, so here we go. When you have a conflict with a person that you know and love, whether they be your spouse, a child, a friend, or a coworker that you respect and you know well, you may be nervous to talk about the thing, but you feel safe in the space with them to bring up hard things. And you know that, that the discussion can be healthy and in a good way to either agree, to disagree, or come up with a solution that both of you agree on. This is optimal and what we aspire to have in our lives because it's good for all involved to be able to be open and talk about the things that we disagree about, give space for each other to voice our thoughts, opinions, and feelings about things. However, <laughs> we know that there are times with some people in our lives that this isn't how it plays out. Now, I wanted to give you some examples from my own life with different situations that I've had. This obviously will include different people in my life. These relationships are all very different and they all serve a different purpose for me. I figure we all have this in our individual lives and that's why I feel it's good to share my own experiences. This will hopefully help you see the different relationships you have in your life and how they relate for you. And I want to do a little side note here because me and a girlfriend were talking one time and she's like, they're my friend. I should be able to tell them anything. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. There are different levels of relationships with people. And um, that's just the way it is. It's not bad. It's just life. And so these kind of tell a little bit of the different kinds of relationships that you may have in your life. So you've got the total trust relationship. This is a person in my life that I can tell anything to and vice versa. I don't feel judged and I feel like even in my darkest hours or theirs that we are there for each other. When we have a discussion about whatever it may be, it feels safe and solid. 
Despite what the topic is or whether we agree, it is healthy because the mutual respect is there to allow each other space to be who we are and have whatever opinions that we have. This is a deep care and love for each other. Then there's the, you trust me, but I am leery of our relationship. This is pretty self-explanatory, but I do want to be clear. This person can trust me with anything. They can tell me all their darkest secrets and confide in me with anything. However, I have learned that this person has broke trust with me um, when I've shared with them something and so they don't get to have full access to all of me. Um, I also, I, I read people and you can tell when there's like friends that if you told them all of the nitty gritty detail secrets that you either have done or that you think about in your life, they couldn't handle it. And so that's the kind of person I'm talking about here is that, and yes, I am doing a judgment on that person of whether they could handle what I wanted to tell them or, or the things that I've done. Um, and whether they can't. And that's just part of it. That's just part of the way life goes. So con conflict um, with these people is still easy and things can be discussed in a healthy manner most of the time. There's also workplace relationships. These seem to almost take a political stance and a lot of the good old boy principles would sure serve us well here. I love to think back about um, how things were, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago when they, we still had the good old boy thing going on. Everybody was respectful to each other. Even if you said something that was a little crass, everybody was down with it and it was okay. But it seems like a lot of that has gone away. And I really think that that's sad. Um, anyway, so workplace, be respectful, hold your ground, be kind, and be willing to bend and negotiate. I feel like these can be handled in a more neutral way because they are in the workplace, but I've not worked in a place where emotions ran high. I have been so fortunate that I have not really lived in a toxic or worked in a toxic place. And so it, everything just seemed fairly neutral and the emotions were in check with people. We all pretty much lived in emotional adulthood, which is fantastic. But I also know that that's not the case for everybody. Then there's acquaintances. You don't really know these people very well or consider them to be friends. They are people you know but you don't really hang out with. It could be a person that your child and theirs like to hang out but you don't know the parent very well. I want to point out here that going off of your gut feeling is super important here. Why? Because you need to go off the feeling you have about a person. If they make you feel creepy, then it might behoove you to step down from a conflict with them because it could go south really fast. This doesn't mean you let them walk on you, but there's no need to go into conflict where you feel the water is murky. Or you can just, you know, tread lightly. Be careful with the way you go in. With someone that you feel okay about, you can proceed with the same respect and care as you would at work. Now, the one that made all of this come up for me is the narcissist. This is a person that verbally abuses you every chance they get. Someone that makes the jabs at you and seems like they possibly want to destroy you with words. Almost like they go in to pick a fight and see how many of your buttons that they can push. Please remember, this is my opinion and it is what is working for me. If you have a tactic that is working for you, 
by all means, stick to it. With these kinds of people, I look for the facts that are in the message. Texts and emails work best because you can filter through the message. When it is in person, keep your cool and really focus on looking for the pertinent information. Out of all they say, there may only be one or two sentences that have information in it that you need to pay attention to. Stay bland, boring, and uninteresting. Answer what is important. If you need to bring up a point, follow the same with it. State the facts and nothing more. This means that if a simple yes will take care of the answer, then do that. Or if telling a location is enough, then you can do that. There's no need for any more than is absolutely necessary. When you stay boring, they become disinterested. I'll be honest here. This was really hard for me to do for a long time, to find a place where I could be neutral and to not see all the things that they were, um, you know, all the, all the words that they were saying. Um, I let all the words in and I internalize them and I let them hurt me. And then I learned that I have the power to think what I want about it. My entire goal was to be indifferent and that made a huge difference. I wanted to be able to um, like listen to what was said, decipher it out, not let what was said cause me emotions and then to answer the questions that were being asked to me or respond in the way that I needed to and be absolutely and completely boring. That was my whole point. I still have moments with it, but I have a fairly good handle on it now. This is almost five years later. So I, if you are a person that when, you know, when, if you are dealing with a narcissist, and you are to a place where you just, everything they say just hurts. Um, know that it will get better. It will get better. You have to work on it. You really do. But it's totally worth doing because when you realize that the, most of what they're saying isn't even true anyway. <laughs> and when you see that, you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, and you can go through the, the junk text, minor text. You can go through the junk text and you can see that there's there's very little true information here that you need to respond to. Um, so anyway, that's that. Here's what I want for you to take away from listening to this today. I can hear my kids getting ready for basketball, so I'm just going to let you guys know. Any noise you hear, that's what it is. Plus, I think the bird's out again. You get to choose how you show up in different situations in your life. Even when there's conflict and it seems it could go really bad, you have the choice as to how you will show up for it. This is where we get to choose how to empower ourselves. Hear what I say there. Empower yourself. Remember, you get to think whatever you'd like about everything. It's totally up to you. What would you like, <laughs> what would that look like, you ask? Okay, envision this. Someone comes up to you and wants to talk with you about something. In that moment, take a breath and think about how you want to be in that moment so you can be pleased with yourself later about how you handled the situation. Giving yourself this breath of a moment is crucial because it helps you to be aware of yourself and what you stand for, what you see as important for you and the situation. It's okay to just allow the other person to talk until they're done 
and it's actually best to allow them to talk it all out before we interject or share our opinion. A lot can be diffused by just giving them space to share their voice. Trust me, I know how challenging this can be because I love to have an opinion about every single thing that's said, but I don't need to and it truly is better to wait. For me, I remember I always want to be respectful to them and myself. I want to be kind, use helpful words that aren't derogatory or belittling. I want to breathe and allow space for myself and the other person. Also, it's okay to take a break and gather yourself. It's okay to allow them room to speak. Tell them, thank you for sharing. Let me think about what you said and I'll get back to you. It really is okay. It is, this is ideal. And I also know we are humans and we jump in feet first, sometimes to a space that we later wish we hadn't. When this happens, do your apologies graciously. Give yourself some grace and mercy also. Look at what happened and see where it all went south. Look at the situation and think about what you'd like to do better than the next time. Let yourself truly feel all the feelings that go with it too. Hurt, angry, embarrassment, whatever they are. Just feel them and allow them to process through your body. If you press them down, they will get worse and that's not what we want at all. Okay, my friends, let's remember we are called to be in control of ourselves and we have so much power when we do that. Not over the other human beings, but over ourselves. It's truly a freeing and wonderful thing to be in control of ourselves. On that note, have an amazing week and know that our lives are 50-50. Even in the crappy 50 part, there is still so much to learn and use to grow and to love ourselves and to also realize that it's okay just to be human. Have a great week and we will see you guys next week. Love you.